Hey everybody, welcome back to Five Songs or Less. Thanks to Nate for jumping on the mic with me today on short notice. I really I didn't appreciate even get it. to finish reading my 101 penis jokes book. Oh, you only made it up to 99? No, I didn't even start it because I'm a procrastinator. Oh, Jesus. Well, maybe we can find some uh, jokes to make, some penis jokes to make while we talk about the newest album from Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, that's different. <laughs> um, I'd like to separate those things. I would like to say that. <laughs> It would be the loveliest time looking up in the internet for penis jokes. I would love to know what your search terms are going to be. <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen penis jokes. <laughs> no, we're separating those things. The loveliest time penis jokes. The loveliest time penis jokes is fine, but <clears throat> we're going to have two clear, varied, separate, divided sections on the pod today. Mm-hmm. The first one is only penises. Yes, all penises all the time. Speaking of penises, I saw the new Ninja Turtles movie today. I don't understand. Are they so? Is it they look <laughs> like penises? I think they're they're like turtle heads, kind of look like dickheads a little bit. I don't know if I made this comment last time I was talking to you on this podcast, but like my dad was posting on Facebook about how all grandparents will get some weird, not funny joke that he had that had a Ninja Turtle, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle drawing on it. Like a precious mm-hmm. moments version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, oh. Because I feel like, and I, Dad, I love you. I know you don't listen to this. You don't even know it exists. But like, if, <laughs> like, if, why he thinks that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are something that today's unidentified generation um, mm-hmm. are big fans of when he didn't realize that his own child was like wow. into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, wow. 35 years ago. We're getting into some childhood trauma here today. No, it's not childhood trauma. It was just surprising to me that he thought that was like something that my sister's children experienced, yeah. but didn't seem to realize that it is actually mm-hmm. something that I think her kids know because she and her husband are like that. It's that generational shift thing. Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. are popular today because you, Danny, have children. Well, when you were a kid, he was too busy uh, writing his novel, 101 Dick Jokes. Yeah. See, it was not a novel, though. It's actually a listicle. <laughs> a listicle. <laughs> the novelization of a listicle, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's not a thing. <laughs> I know, I know. But anyway, so you went to see TMNT. I did. And uh, did your, your kids were like, yo, this isn't fun. No, my kids were super into it. They liked it more than they liked... Uh, they were more into it, more engaged than they were than when we took them to see the Barbie movie. That makes 100% sense. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Barbie? That one I got to see, yeah, cool. this weekend. I, did you go... I, I don't know. Did you go cool. with uh, library staff? Yeah, I went out for... It was just a bunch of librarians heckling a Barbie movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went... Um, we didn't go with, but we had got our tickets... And a mutual library friend, Rosa, texted my wife, Amanda, like, hey, are you going to go see Ninja Turtles this weekend? And so they came and met up with us. Rosa's our, the friend, our mutual friend who's actually a punk. She's the punk in our life. She's, she's pretty punk. Yeah. She's pretty punk. She um, makes us look unpunk, mm-hmm, if you will, because mm-hmm. you're just sipping liquid death from an aluminum can yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> she would have already shotgunned it. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. I don't know if you can 
Can you shotgun like just water? Um, Doesn't it need to be fizzy? The carbonation is, I think. That's I don't actually know because, like... like, you stab the you stab and open a hole at the bottom of the can, and then mm-hmm. you uncap the can at the top. You you open it, and I think the carbonation is important. Beer has carbonation. I think so. What is carbonation, anyways? Bubbles. It's pressure. Bubbles. Liquid death know. water does not have bubbles. It's not a seltzer water. No, they have one, but they this is just straight up regular old water that I could have gotten from my tap, as you commented earlier. Fair. I wonder, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, the idea of shotgunning of water, like, mm-hmm. there's something about beer that's, like, see, it feels like it probably goes down your throat smoother, and whereas water would sting it, or a seltzer water would sting it, and I don't know why. Yeah. Is it the carbonation that does that? I don't know. We look like some idiots here. Like, we does do. beer have carbonation in it? You um, would know more than me. Yeah, but my wife, Shannon, always tells me that I'm the least attentive person in the world. <laughs> oh, like, I, I just, what you know, like, I have no preferences. I just like everything, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, most beer leaves the brewer carbonated through. Okay, yeah, there's carbonated. Carbonation in a brewski. Yeah. I like that. I, I forgot that the reason you host a podcast with people in your life is so you can learn mm-hmm. more about drug culture. <laughs> yeah, last time you were on, <laughs> we were talking about acid. Yeah, something I know a lot about. So thanks for inviting me on. I, I'm happy that when yeah. you have an, a question about something or a particular mm-hmm. culture, you bring people in who have experience and expertise in that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. activity. And since I'm an acid head, <laughs> I was happy to be here. <laughs> Good old acid head Nate. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm no longer attentive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. You have no idea if there's carbonation in the thing you just drank. Well, this is a strawberry sparkling water. I think it yeah. has carbonation. Yes. That's how it, that's why it hurts. When you shotgun it. But I think mm-hmm. but you shotgunning beer hurts because there's too much liquid in you. Not it doesn't have like a sting on the back of the throat. Sparkling water or like the bubbly water or whatever has a certain sting to it, even when you're just drinking it like normal. That's true. Like shotgunning a, a soda. Anyways, this is an I don't care about shotgunning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ninja Turtles was real good. Um, it's a cartoon. It is a cartoon. Featuring four human-like turtles that live underground mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. are ninjas simultaneously. Correct. Um, and they have um, a person who they look up to and learn from and an arch nemesis. Um, and a, another report, a reporter lady who is a part of their crew. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. More or less. It's slightly... Things are, you know, turned a little bit, but yeah, that's basically it. What happened in this movie? Well, you you meet the turtles and and Splinter. Remember Splinter? He's a rat. Yeah, he's he's the the person I was meaning by their that they look their up teacher. To. Yeah, the person they look up to. They call him Dad in this movie. It's quite cute. They call him Dad. They call him Dad. That's some uh, some interspecies shit that uh, is pretty funny. Hey, Rats know, and turtles. Adoptive fathers are just as valid as. Uh, biological fathers. Oh, fair. Do you call yourself a cat dad, for example? Um, hmm. I don't. I don't think I do. I do refer to them as... <clears throat> do I refer to them as my children? We definitely refer to them as part of the family, but you know, I, don't, I don't really say cat dad. I'm a cat person. Yeah, that's the thing I guess I'm talking about with Shredder and his turtles, right? Like the, mm-hmm. I feel like when, when my mom Splinter. says... like. 
how are my grand cats doing? I'm like, fuck, shut up. That's not, those are cats that live in our house. They're not your grand cats. Get out of here. Shut up, I'm leaving. I feel like you're just yelling at me for not having kids, like, by doing that. So shut up. But like, also like you're you're a cat companion. That's what you yeah. are. You're yeah. a friend and the pal of the cats. And Shredder to or to, uh, Master Splinter is to me, um, yeah, just like a a, a community helper, a teacher, a, a good friend. Sure. He's sure. also way he's way older than them though. Is that true? he's so he's he older? Yes. So if he's a dad, then you're taking away the opportunity to model intergenerational uh, relationship and friendship, which could okay. be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Commun- intergenerational community engagement. Anyways, mm-hmm. continue on with your story. I, <laughs> shit. Uh, I, I won't get in the spoiler territory at all, but... Um, Do you think your listeners are really, like... They might um, be. They, oh, come, okay, okay. they come to this movie for... They come to this podcast for the latest movie news. Is it, Have you been told that? No. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Not at all. Fucking... So, yeah, the the... The turtles, you know, you get a little bit of the backstory. They don't like lean heavily into the backstory, um, but you get the backstory. And but you're at a point at the turtles' lives where they're they're teenagers now, as in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, but they haven't gone into the crime fighting thing. They know they know the ninjutsu, and they've got their weapons and their masks, color coded masks. But they they aren't doing the crime fighting. They're actually thieves. They steal food for themselves because. Uh, the splinter splinter hates humans and yeah. he tells them don't ever go up and talk to humans we have to sneak around and steal food and stuff i think stealing food's cool yeah i don't have an issue with that i guess unless no, it's I like if somebody's like got it on the table and they're like eating it and the no they're stealing it from like businesses and yeah off that's of what they should be doing stuff. right that's just like dumpster diving and like yeah you know, freeganing and shit it's great uh and then they meet april uh, on accident, April O'Neil and mm-hmm. the reporter who wears yellow. The reporter who wears yellow, um, and then they want to stop a. They they get the idea through April to, uh, well, the way you're going to get people to like you and you're going to be able to come up to the surface is if you become crime fighters and quote unquote heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so their goal then is to defeat this like mysterious crime boss called superfly oh for real superfly yeah yeah is this a fly it is it's another mutant but not a teenage mutant Hmm. i guess maybe he's a little a little bit older but they were all pretty small because you see like the at the beginning like the origins of the ooze and whatnot sick okay okay yeah is this something, this revamping of the franchise was new mm-hmm. to me. I didn't really think about it, nor do I, I'm not a Turtles fan in the way that uh-huh. I might have been 20 years ago. Sure. Or th- I guess that's actually not true. Even was, longer than that. Yeah, it was like tw- 25 or 27 years ago. <laughs> this is a revamp, or has the Turtles uh, world been ongoing? It's a, it's a total revamp. It's not connected to the original movies. It's not connected to the cartoon show. It's not connected to anything else that's come out before. So it's a whole new, a whole new world. Are there Aladdin video games? Say. Not yet, but there will be. Oh, okay. Oh, they're really going in on it. Yeah. The millennials, there's... the millennials have kids, and somebody's like, "I got to make a shit ton of money on turtle mm-hmm. stuff." Mm-hmm. Our culture is that way. There's some recycle, some circular yeah. shit. Like I feel the same way Definitely. sometimes about um, ska music. Um, 
Why are you talking shit about Ska? <laughs> I actually don't even feel that way about Ska. I just knew it would <laughs> get a rise out of you. <laughs> Somebody on um, the internet was talking about how much they like that uh, al- first album or early album of Smash Mouth. Uh, yeah, I never listened to, to that, but yeah, they, they started as a bit of a ska band. How come you didn't listen to that? To that, Because by the time I was into ska, they were already all-stars. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. You know what I mean? So I wasn't as into that. Okay. You didn't dig into their deep... I didn't dig deep into their, their back catalog. Their catalog. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, plus, you, you know, major labels. I, don't, I didn't fuck with major labels back then. Yeah, Danny Gilman over there. Danny, Danny Gilman, that's right. Mr. <laughs> watching Taylor Swift live streams every night, but yeah. <laughs> totally, totally been to Gilman. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Danny Gilman. I'm watching Taylor Swift live streams from Gilman. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> Seems right. Um, anyway, you should see it. I, I think you would enjoy it. It's very, very funny. Uh and there's a lot of good music if you're into 90s hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross do the uh, score for it. So that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, Why did worth I a hear watch. that somewhere? I heard that somewhere. The internet. I, I think I knew that. I don't know why I knew that. Like, I yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like the, my cultural cross points don't bring this stuff up as much. I don't know where. Like, do you think that if you didn't have, like, actually, Cody knew about it. Mm-hmm. Cody's just a movie know. guy, though. Oh, okay. See, I'm not a movie person because of the attention span. I can't. Mm. I can't. There are times and places where it sometimes works, but it's unpredictable, and I almost mm-hmm. never put movies on. So, Okay, okay. I guess I'm not a movie person. Sorry, well, Cody. I just wait for his reviews. If I didn't have kids, um, <clears throat> I think I would still know because Amanda's a movie person. Mm-hmm. Not as much as Cody's a movie person. There's there's levels of movie people. There's Cody, there's Amanda, and there's me. What does it mean to be a movie person? It just means they're going to the movies all the time? Cody just, yeah, he, he likes really going to the movies all the time. He likes seeing all the movies. He goes frequently with a friend, and like every week they go to movies together. More and, than uh, one? Uh, more than one movie? Yeah. Pro- I would imagine he sees more than one movie a week. Especially, Dang. you know, uh, over the summertime when, when you've got your Barbenheimers coming out, you've got your TMNTs. Next to, uh, couple it. weeks, you got Blue Beetle coming out. I saw a preview for that. It looked pretty stupid, actually. We're, we the, got our tickets. We're going to go. Do you think it'll be good? It feels like every once in a while those come out and they're, they're bangers, and then most of the time they're just sort of people are more or less like, eh, it was fun. I, I, have, I have hope that it'll be good. Um... But we'll see. We'll mm. see. I would love for it to be good. It's like the first Latina, like, uh, superhero, main main character superhero movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. And, yeah. So I, I, I'm uh, rooting for it. It's a DC world? It's DC. So normally just, I don't root for DC movies, but... And they often are also not good, right? If, as I understand. I've not been much of a fan. The first Wonder Woman I liked, um, Fair, and okay. a few others here. The first Shazam was was entertaining, uh, but that guy turned out to be an anti-Semite. Uh, so we're not going to watch his movies anymore. And The Batman was good with Rob Pattinson. 
because of Rob Pattinson. Uh, he he definitely helped. He was a good Batman. It was very dark and brooding, and uh, it was very like a it was like a noir Batman. Yeah, I tend to not root for DC movies because I tend to not like them that much. But what are you gonna do? Sometimes they'll do something right. What are you looking for? I'm I'm trying to figure out who this Shazam person is you're talking about. Oh, I don't know his name. The actor or the director? The actor. The guy who plays Shazam. Zachary Levi. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, He's just a shithead on Twitter. Or, I'm sorry, he's a shithead on X. Yeah, get it right, man. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean a dead name. Jeez Louise. (laughs) Actually, that's a good question. Like, at what point do you think the shift in our. Paralance or whatever we call it happens uh, when it comes to that. I don't. I've yet to hear somebody say, "Did you see I, what so and so posted on X?" I think it's going to die. I, I actually is that uh, possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think I mean, its cultural relevance is already like sort of like underwater, but like mm-hmm. the, the the space will. I mean, Truth Social exists, Danny. Like these <laughs> these things can exist. Well, <laughs> I see uh, people saying. Oh, did you did you send out that truth or whatever? Do you see that truth that that Nate sent out last night? Before I hear somebody say, "Oh, did you see that recent X that Nate posted?" It's so funny. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know what to think of it. I deactivated all my Twitters. I had like oh, three three accounts. I just deactivated them last week. I actually find like I used tw- I have two Twitter accounts, and one of which was like. And my normal Twitter account, which followed a wide array of like people with different perspectives mm-hmm. and a lot of local sack politics, mm-hmm. that account seems to be trash. Like realistically, like it's like like um, political influencers. They're all blue checked out, and they just have mm-hmm. these like strange like breaking news: Danny is a turd. And then they have like, forty-seven <laughs> paragraphs about why yeah. Danny's a turd. I'm just yeah, like, wait, yeah, I don't yeah. even follow this person. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> and then uh, I have another t- one where I used to 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 listen to to re- read about bicycle sports that was still great by the way because it's so like there's nothing on there but that topic like it's Mm. literally just bike racing twitter oh okay i feel like making it as specific as possible yeah 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 you can do that you can get like a twitter account or an x account that's very specific to your needs and that's that's all you see but yeah but i don't know i don't go on there anymore really Oh, sad. I do, I guess. The other one, though, like, that's the problem with the other one is that a lot of the interesting voices that were out there that you could engage with or read read at least, like, I don't think they're on Twitter anymore. So that's yeah, why that yeah. side, I think, is mostly just, like, weirdos with large followings who yeah. have, have are, like, just a thousand Captain Obviouses is what they are. Mm-hmm. With caps, with all caps lock. Yes, caps, caps lock, indeed. Anyways, that's okay, because, uh, you know, we all save a couple minutes per day then. I didn't really go on there anymore since uh, I got really into Twitter when uh, Blink-155, the podcast, was around. And I was on there constantly talking about Blink-155 and Blink-182. Um, but after that, I just went back to like not really paying attention to Twitter. I would post about the podcast every week, and I would get one like, usually, maybe two. From me. You or uh, uh, this guy, DP, David Paul, he would... Uh, usually like as well sometimes both of you even hey oh hey um well how come the blink 155 thing was like such a how how come it was so popular uh they were just 
the host or one host in particular was just very online, very into Twitter, and they got a big following on Twitter, and it was like a it was like the thing to do to create alternate accounts, and so I had um, I had my personal Twitter account, and then I made an account that was Blink One Fifty Five Love Sac, as in Sacramento, because uh, they had talked about a, like Sacramento bands in passing, mm-hmm. and so I got excited about it, and then I had one. Another alternate uh, that was for this one-off, like, pretend character that they talked about on the podcast one time named Robin. And so I made a Robin Twitter. And then I made a Blink-155 Straight Edge Twitter. Yeah, as you should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like when this podcast ended, you must have been pretty, like, distraught. It was a big big deal. Like, I, the very last episode... Um, you know, you're not like super familiar with Blink, but I'm, just, I'm assuming you know the song Damn It. Mm-hmm. That was like That's their, the last song they did. That was the, they saved that one for last. And another thing they did on this podcast was they would have people submit covers. Like I did a couple covers with by myself and with Cody of songs. And I ended up not doing a Damn It cover. But, uh, you know, everyone submitted covers and they were all really fucking cool. And then the hosts did their covers then they were just talking about like, you know, how cool it was to do the podcast and how, you know, we never expected it to get this big and all that kind of stuff. And just stand, I remember I was standing in my kitchen at the last house we had, I was standing in my kitchen listening to this and just like kind of little tears, little tears coming down. And then they, they started talking about other stuff on the podcast and I stopped listening. Wait, you didn't like what they had to say about anything else? I didn't not like it. It just didn't. It wasn't having that theme of Blink One Eighty Two. Even though I'm, a, I'm more than a casual fan, I guess. But like, they're not like a ride or die band for me. But like, having that one topic every week kind of kept my interest. But like, switching topics every week, kind of like this podcast, uh, didn't hold my attention. So wait, if you were not the host of this podcast, would you listen to this podcast? No, no. Oh, really? No, probably not. Okay, you got to bleep that answer. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I would have cool, listened Danny. when Dante was on, and then I would have stopped. <laughs> oh shit! Why? Because of his taste in music, or because of his Cause, his? Because it would have just been Dante, probably, and then it just it wouldn't have gone on anymore. Right. I'd love to have a Dante solo episode if you're ever oh, feeling like you need be, an extra one. That'd be great. I'll tell him that he needs to do that. Dante yeah. solo episode. At his own leisure. He can record yeah. it in the car while he's driving to yeah. his sports games. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. Well, we have a topic today, Danny. We, we do have a topic to today. I'm sure you're very prepared. It is Carly Rae Jepsen, The Loveliest Time. I'm I'm prepared. Um, I took notes. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Shit. I listened to the album two times today. Okay. Did you um, listen to the songs I sent you? You didn't send me anything. Yeah, I sent you a list. What? Oh, Danny on air realizes that what I sent to him was the list. You even gave it a heart emoji. You loved it. Holy shit. No, I didn't click on it. I was just like, I thought you meant you wanted to talk about the album. I'm not talking about what, how many songs are on that album. Twelve, thirteen. Yeah, that's like I'm not spending three hours with you. Okay, man. okay, that's cool, good. cool, cool. <laughs> um, so we've got this. There, I'm going to highlight the ones 
here. No, no, no. If you, but if they don't match up with the things that you're interested in, I'm being an ass right now. I've just no. We, we'll um, talk about these, and then if there are any others, then that I want to talk about, then we can do that. And we'll um, still be here for three hours after still, last, because night. that's just the way it always happens. I picked, I picked um, the songs that have stood out to me because they're either very good or very weird. Okay. Surprising and or dance up dancing. Okay. Surprising or dancing. So there's a couple more, I think, that I would like to talk about or at least make a joke about. Fair, okay. But you know Dang, you did you did the whole album today. I did the whole album. I I only have like one note on multiple of them. Oh, okay. Do you do you have an over like just an overall view or take that you want to introduce? Um overall, this album uh I think is good. Uh the music is better than the the singing and stuff. Like, not mm. that her singing is bad or anything. Like, lyrically, I think it's fine, but I think the for me the instrumentation and the beats stand out more. I think the loneliest time is a stronger overall album. Oh for oh for real? Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. This one's not as catchy. There's multiple songs on here that like just aren't that catchy and like I couldn't at this point I've listened to it two times today and a few other times beforehand as well um there's a few songs on here where like I could not if you asked me to sing them I wouldn't be able to because you can't remember them because I can't remember them okay okay Um, I feel like it's a it's a b-side first of all like it's kind of funny because she I don't think she calls that out as such. Does she do that on Dedicated, the, the, the B-side? Is that what, I thought that she works? did. Um, well, it's like, yeah, Dedicated B-side, Emotion B-side. Right. And this does not say B-side, although it is a B-side mm-hmm. for Loneliest Time. Why does she do that? That's I don't know. Weird. The imagery plays with the other album, too, mm-hmm. like it does on the other ones as well. Same, but. Similar theme or whatever. I think that Emotion is the most cohesive of the B-sides. It's also the shortest one, and... and mm. um, not that short. I mean, I guess it's like eight or nine songs, but this one does feel like I could, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's dance. I like it a lot. It does mm-hmm. feel like a collection, not, not so much an album. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, but it should actually, cause that's what it is. I don't know. I think it's pretty rad. I think she does weird shit. The music is super weird. It is. In certain instances. Yeah. And I, I really like that about it. Um, that's the majority of my timestamps is like, talking about the beats for the most part oh okay okay let's kick it off because uh, it's sunday night and there's a lot of things that um i thought about doing but uh, mm-hmm. in the end it, i would do anything to be with you that Danny would heard that Danny the co- Cody oh my god my brain's farting Dante would make or does Dante would just be like I'd do anything to be without you uh, Dante would always come up with the most ridiculous the most ridiculous story and then it would somehow lead into the song title and it would not always be like the song is called anything to be with you but it would be like an a thing to be with two or something like that. You know, it's like combining words and all that kind of shit. Much oh. better than what I just did. 
but <laughs> uh, for example, there was a song called Defense Mechanism that we had one time. The band was uh, Daniel Striped Tiger, very fucking good band. Um, the song was Defense Mechanism, and so he went into this long story about going to visit his grandparents and like their gated community and uh, for some reason he got up to the gate and it wasn't opening and he kept like pushing the numbers in and it wasn't opening and so he went and talked to the the guy who was in the little booth and he was like uh hey is there something going on like what my code isn't working and he's like oh yeah it's 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 broken and Dante was like well what's broken he's like defense mechanism <laughs> as in the fence mechanism yeah <laughs> duh Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I miss that guy. Um, <laughs> hey, this song is pretty good. It's got a fucking rad beat. Is the vocal intro annoying for you? <sighs> Kicking an album off with that? Um, it could be annoying, but it's not. If it kept going, like if it, I don't know, the beat came in and that kept going... It is. It, I believe the first or second time I played it, though, it was a little grating. Yeah, for sure. So we got to yeah. play it again and again for your listeners yeah. so that they like, get over it. Yeah. Is that annoying yet? Yeah. No, no, no. One more time, and then they got it. They're gonna be really into it. Whoops. That's different. <laughs> yes. Perfect. The beats are so fucking great on this record, man. Yeah. And they're all so different. And this one fits in really well with the Ninja Turtle movie because it was full of like 90s hip hop. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like the beats sounds like a De La Soul beat or something. For sure. You think it was not in that movie, though. You're sure. This song? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, damn. Missed opportunity for the TMNTs. That would have been cool. If they had done something like that, you know, use some modern artists mm. with um, some old school sounding techniques. I think that would have been would have been cool. You know, what movie's not good while we're just randomly talking about movies. The Super Mario Brothers movie that came out this year. Ugh, that thing is a, a stinky turd. I just watched Didn't it. Didn't you say your kid your kids liked it? I've seen it three times now and it gets worse with every viewing. Oh shit! Okay, I guess that's not really surprising. To be perfectly honest, I'm not surprised. It's the yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Every uh, nothing's new. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's this idea. Like I'm trying every. I see in everything like um, a money push to get millennial parents to spend money by yeah. throwing yeah. not things that their kids. I mean, there's a lot of original content for your kids. Surely they're consuming a lot of great original content, but mm-hmm. a lot of the content they consume comes from your generation or even that earlier one, like Star Wars or something like that, yeah. which isn't yeah. bad. I'm not trying to say Star Wars is bad. I just don't know. The fuck? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, one of the best things we've seen this year was Nimona. Uh, unfortunately, oh, yeah, cool. that wasn't in theaters, but that shit was great. Yeah, true. That is, th- yeah, because it's based on a book from like, what, four years ago or something. Something like that. Like that. Yeah, like, graphic novel. Yeah, that's new. That's cool. Um, that is cool. So, yeah, this song's great. What do you What do you have to say about this song? Um, I like the the sort of like uh off-putting uh repeat she has throughout that song she plays it she does that vocal that vocal track a lot and Mm -hmm. i think i like that she 
um, yeah, just like is like I'm gonna start my B sides collection off with something that most people are gonna want to turn right off right away. <laughs> Fuck y'all, here we go. It's yeah, pretty badass. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote down, I didn't do timestamps for all these songs that I had here because I didn't give it the time that I should have, but um, there's something about the minute and a half mark or minute and 25. Like, there's good vibes, I think is what I wrote down. Good okay. vibes. My okay. handwriting's pretty bad, but you got unless you got something, go for it. Uh, let's do 125. Let's get into those vibes. Like a, that fun, like funky bass, and then the uh, back, the like quiet background vocal yeah, shout. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's fucking dancey. It's weird. It's underwater. It's cool. It's it's all over the place. I really I really like that. It's really interesting because like I know the the like five songs you gave me, and then I've listened to uh, a bit of the album Emotion, and I've listened to the Love Loneliest Time a few times since we did the pod together and for the most part her beats tend to be kind of typical 4-4 kind of things Mm -hmm. really dance influenced and stuff and I really like that the that at least on this and maybe she does this on other things you would know more than me but like she's getting into all these other kind of styles it's it's cool Mm -hmm. it's fun it's it's like a fresh take you know yeah I think that's right I mean I guess like one thing that's probably cool for her after having reached such like incredible fame is that for the last like dedicated and um, um, loneliest time, like she can kind of fuck around because she yeah. like, doesn't have those expectations that might have otherwise been placed on her as like a mm-hmm. mega star. Cause she's, she has sort of become a niche, very famous niche pop star. I think. Yeah. 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 And it allows her a little bit more breathing room, I would imagine. Also, cause she has, she also brings a brand that's very, that will sell, but mm-hmm. not, you know, she's not expected to to be Taylor Swift or some shit. Yeah, yeah. The only other timestamp I have on here is 2.45. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it was right at the end of the song. It's kind of something that happens throughout the whole song on, I think, the chorus. Um, but it the first time it happened, I, I had a timestamp for the first time it happened. Um, but then on as it progresses through the song, it kind of grows and does different things, so... Every time the chorus comes in, like it, it kind of drops off before each chorus, and then the chorus comes in, and there's like this fucking like smack that happens i was listening for the first time today on my airpods pretty loud so i could you know get the whole experience and there's this loud like smack the first hit of the chorus it's fucking it's so Mm. cool and i love all the horns in there they're like i knew that was something you would they were really like these subtle horns just kind of like adding a little salt and pepper to the Mm -hmm. not salt and pepper Mm -hmm. salt and pepper to Mm -hmm. the to the thing it's fucking oh i love it it's good stuff um it's a shame though that you didn't catch the smash mouth reference inside the horn play that's going on with that song Is which there? you would have gotten oh oh if i had if been you, um, 
if you had been more of a Smash Mouth concentrator, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Jepsen's like their, I think, like the chair of their fan party, their international fan club. I think is what it is. Canadian uh, rep. Canadian. I don't know yeah. if you know that, but Canadian <laughs> chapter. The Canadian chapter. That's right. Thank you for for that clarification. Um. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, it's also the song is anything to be with you, comma walking on the sun. Is wait, is that the Smash Mouth song? It is anything to be with you, walking on the sun. Yeah, yeah. it's like this. That's like the B, the seaside. <laughs> the seaside is a mashup between the two songs. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. No? I don't know if you knew that, but I didn't know that. That's that's really cool. I didn't know that she was uh, such a smash head. Uh, smash head, yeah. <laughs> like when the doctor asks you why do you get smashed it's like well uh have you ever heard the band smash Mouth? <laughs> wait that's that, that's not good never mind uh if we were talking about the the next song i would have made a joke how that that uh attempt at a joke was a was a real kamikaze of a joke <laughs> i'm not stopping you you want to play a track you want to play a timestamp from this song uh all i have on this one is the chorus it's a good chorus song is fine it's it's nothing to write home about nothing to write home about after last night though It's so funny because like, I got I got a text message from Danny this morning um, that he also sent to Cody, but Cody didn't answer because he was probably at the movies. Because um, <laughs> he goes Sunday morning movie dates. With yeah, his yeah, best yeah. Friend who's not who's not Danny and me. I was at um, the movies when when I was uh, responding to you. Oh, we went right, to the movies at eight thirty in the morning. You went to the movies at eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> yes. Gosh, that's amazing because I also went to the movies at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> I was sitting in the back row of the Ninja Turtles oh, uh, okay. showing at at the same theater you were at. I <laughs> can't remember the name of, and so I won't say it. Uh-huh. But, like, I don't know. Like, I was sitting back there. I had a couple of buckets of popcorn. I usually buy three or four <laughs> for a cartoon and mm-hmm, fewer mm-hmm. if it's, like, not a cartoon. Because I feel like I can chomp and munch during a cartoon without disrupting anyone because it's just a sure, bunch of kids. Sure. I don't care. And, um... You know, like I couldn't really open my eyes, and like I had, I was just wildly hungover, and mm-hmm. had like a flask of beer for the hair of the dog. Because um, I'm such was it an carbonated acid beer? <laughs> it was carbonated beer in the flask. Yeah, and so I was trying to shotgun the flask, but it was like, doesn't work. <laughs> Anyways, then I just felt like it was after last night. All that I don't I don't know if that one worked, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with you that. To, you don't need to knock it. <laughs> to knock it, just like in front of all your friends, all your best friends listening. Uh, after last night, uh, another great song, another rad beat. It's got like the uh, what what album is that? Like homogenic or homogenic or however you pronounce that Bjork album. It's got like that kind of beat. Real nineties Bjork fan. Oh, I'm a big Bjork fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love me some Bjork. Oh, yeah. This is the one where the gray one where Bjork is dressed up very elegantly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But yeah, kind of kind of breakbeat, kind of like something that um, Nate would have gone to in a barn at one point in his life. 
a rave you mean a rave yeah yeah <clears throat> it definitely has that it's electronic music right there's mm-hmm. no uh there's no real drummer here yeah 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 some there's little points in in this album here and there that reminded me of um purity ring which i which i thought was yeah nice. that's the thing that i was thinking about actually with yeah. this one too it felt yeah. like like something that you would you would dig on mm-hmm. i've got i got a couple timestamps of uh 52 seconds okay it's my first one here It sounds a lot like Purity Ring. Yeah. Um, she said that it's it sounds like a musical in outer space. Is that what it would sound like in outer space? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I feel, like, I feel like that's not scientifically founded. Yeah, I statement. don't think outer space would have so much echo. I feel like outer space is real flat sounding. Could be. But it does seem like you would be floating around, which if yeah, I'm not mistaken. It, did we watch a Purity music video where that was like Purity Ring music video where they were... Oh, no, wait, was that... We watched a Purity Ring music video with an alien in it. Yeah, and that one where the drum was like illuminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels right. It feels outer space. Yeah. Anyways, you're right. It totally, totally feels. It sounds like, like that. that. I like the yeah. the vocal delivery. I like how it's kind of like got this trail to it of going like up yeah. and down, kind of like floating through space, maybe. Yeah, it's good stuff. And then I got one more at two twenty five on this one. hard to hear on this but uh the the timestamp will sound better the i've never heard anyone do this before and maybe it's just like a, an illusion to my ears or something like that but it sounds like they are changing the bass drum with like the bass drum is doing the like you know normal like thudding bass drum but it's like they're changing the note of it to follow like the bass drum is also the bass Wait, that's something they would do in post uh how, how yeah maybe or or they're just you know programming it on you know some sort of drum machine or something like that and they're just going through different because like you can just get like a, a midi keyboard or whatever and like every single key just sounds like a bass drum but it goes with the pitch of whatever key you're hitting so it seems like they're playing it on a keyboard and they're like doing the bass line of the song that is the I don't know. It's it's weird. Someone tell me it's a if funny I'm completely off on that, but it's not something that you would normally do if you're fucking around with the drum sound. Like it seems like if you have a computer and you're playing drums on a computer, you would do that kind of shit all the time. I for my lack of knowledge of of um, drum of, of uh, electronic music maybe it's something that they do often but I've never heard mm. it before where the bass drum is like changing pitch fair yeah you know that's the uh, outer space effect yeah yeah imagine. yeah when you're getting you know closer to Saturn it gets a little little a uh, little tinnier you're getting closer to to Uranus it gets deeper you know <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. Um, I can't follow that joke. That's good. Yeah, it's a good song. I enjoy it. It's not like super memorable, but I like it. It feels like a lot of. So wait a second. I think that that's a, a sense that I have. Maybe that's just my own approach to this this album so far, since I've listened to it before times total. Mm-hmm. But like, um, it's a vibe song. Like yeah. it feels nice. You're enjoying it in the moment, but it's not as though you're humming it later on. Yeah. Although now that you, I don't know the way you pointed it out, especially as it relates to Purity Ring, maybe it's something I'll listen to more closely and it'll become more familiar to maybe. me. Maybe yeah. Maybe I just haven't heard mm-hmm. it enough. But there's nothing that like sticks out as like, oh that part, you know. Fair, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I've got I've got two things to say, or technically three things to say about the next song before we move on. Um, the next song on the list that I gave you, or the next song on the, the next album? song on the album. Okay, go for it. Aeroplanes. Is that the Canadian spelling of airplanes? <laughs> I don't know. The Red Hot Chili Peppers did that too. I think though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think Red Hot Chili Peppers did it. I think uh, Jonah's One Line Drawing did that also. So what is it? Is it something different? I don't know. I wonder if you can Google, like, let me see. Oh, yeah, Aeroplane is Commonwealth English, so yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Um, why would these other people do that then? I don't know. Just trying to look cool? Well, the, okay. she's from Canada, so she's speaking she's the Queen's Canadian, English. Yeah, yeah so. she's doing it right. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, Anthony Cadis and Jonah Matranga are not. Yeah, They're no, to be cute. no. Fucking Kelly boys. Mm. Again, the beat is really fucking great on this. And then the chorus. I'll play the chorus of this song, and you tell me if I'm if I'm off base, saying that this sounds like Ace of Base. So yeah, you get a little Ace of Base off of that one. It feels like my my memory of Ace of Base is a bit more upbeat though. Like this yeah, is like an yeah. inverted version of that. Or there's something about it. Actually, that section you just played almost feels like it's bending, right? Like it's mm-hmm. all fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, could, I definitely see what you're saying. Um, yeah, good song. I enjoy it. Good beat. Are we skipping Shy Boy because we technically already sort of talked about it on the podcast? Yeah, I thought it had been like a feature song. Yeah. Like it got more time than most songs yeah, get yeah. on the podcast. Uh, that song is still great. I still, the beat is so good and it's catchy as fuck. And you feel seen. Yeah, exactly. I'm a shy boy. Yeah. I'm a shy that's boy. Right. <laughs> that's right. Hell yeah. So shy, in fact, that you will record a conversation with your pals every week. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Next song is called Collage uh, with a K. It's mm-hmm. Canadian K. spelling? Canadian? No. Queen's I don't English? Think so. I think that's just. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's just some clan shit. She needs to correct that. <laughs> Carly, what are you doing? Or corn. Maybe she's a fan Ooh, of corn. Maybe she's a corn. Yeah, yeah. The next song you picked, I don't have anything to say about Collage other than it's a, it's a fine song. And shadow. Spelled with a K. Yeah. yeah. Do you collage? Is that a thing that, like, it feels like collaging is the, although not to downplay, like, the, val, the you know, collage art can be really high art and really fine and well done. Mm-hmm. But it's also something that, like, you, Danny, could probably participate in if you thought yourself. Um, 
maybe an artist who can make maybe some i don't think i have i don't think i have what it takes to be a collage to, artist at least one that like creates something that's itself says something yeah which yeah, yeah. Might be, you'd be like pasting a picture of justin bieber onto a piece of paper yeah. and then putting a fake cigarette in his hand or something exactly exactly okay yeah. i think that'd be maybe cool. a hat on his head that. hat on his head yeah, yeah finally yeah. <laughs> finally <laughs> the hey that that conversation really took a psychedelic switch <laughs> interesting because like you were earlier talking to me about how i was an acid head and so uh-huh. he was really interested in acid mm-hmm. the, the drug as well as the style of music mm-hmm. or metal acid metal is that a thing acid metal psychedelic uh, psych rock psych rock acid influenced mm-hmm. Ad, mm-hmm. Um, soda pops and stuff like that and like i don't know like i heard once that you can take at you can like drop acid and then you can actually have like a flashback at some point like maybe 10 years later like it it sort of comes and you get a moment where you're like, ah, fuck, maybe, I'm having maybe. a psychedelic switch. It's like a psychedelic switch. Don't wake me cause I'm lucid dreaming, meditating on your lips. Cause baby, I'll be satisfied forever with a time. Hey, that's good. <laughs> that's worth me playing the song again. I'm going to do that. This one's fun. Like it, the yeah, hell yeah. The chorus is great. It's a fucking dancey bop. The next two were definitely. She talks about her birthday like... suit, which is fucking mm-hmm. hilarious to me. Yeah, the lyrics are ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's. I mean, I guess that's a thing that's going on throughout. So much of this is like she seems to be pretty like happy yeah. in most of these songs, right? Like they're pretty happy. Yeah, the loveliest. She's time, in of course lo- they the loveliest be. time right now. That's actually a question I have then, though, because apparently, like, in the previous two albums, too, like, she, like, just writes a ton of songs. I think Taylor Swift does this, too, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like, just write a thousand songs. Yeah, except Taylor doesn't, like uh, doesn't have the, um, she doesn't have anyone telling her to, like, leave some songs off of the album. Oh, that's true. Her albums are pretty long. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of artists do this. I don't know if that's something that you, in your band, do. Do you write, like, 50 songs? No, not my band. To, like, a 15-song um, album or something? But I know it is a very common thing for, for Oh, okay, so it's, like, write. really common. Yeah. I only know those two artists who do it, but um, that hence her B sides, which I think is really cool because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people probably just leave everything on the cutting floor. And uh, Carly Rae is just sort of like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I can just finish these songs and put them out as a B sides, and they don't have to have any sort of continuity or any sort of album yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It can just be like a collection of dope songs. Yeah. The thing is, is she's writing all these songs at the same time as she's writing the loneliest time, and the th- the thematic approach is different. Then, mm. so like, what's how do you do that? That's a good point. That is a good point. Because, yeah, the loneliest time was supposed to be like a sad, I'm lonely record. But this one's all about, like, she's all happy now. Is this a B-Sides album, though? That's what I'm wondering. I think so. And, I mean, I think that I think because the stuff was written during the same period of time, the album cover, like, plays to the color. Mm-hmm. Like, this, the, you know, she's not the kind of person who's going to put a full album out that has the same sort of, like, art yeah, direction as the previous vibe. one. I don't feel... 
and and also the timing is there it's mm-hmm. sort of a surprise record that came out one less than a year less than a year less than a year yeah it came out because it came yeah. out like at the same week as as tales of midnights right that's right same October. day actually yeah, yeah. that's a big day for us yeah yeah Anyways, this song rules. This song like the standout song, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and maybe that's unfair, just because it is like the most pop and um, uh, radio-friendly, like potential single song, I mm-hmm. guess, from it. But um, I really like it. You can dance. There's some ridiculous lyrics. Make me feel like in my birthday suit with you. I'm putting on the roots. <laughs> it's like a psychedelic switch. Yeah. It's a dumb rhyme, but I really love it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, like or just like I'm meditating on your lips. Yeah, yeah. Which is like the whole point of this podcast because like <laughs> Danny like calls you mm-hmm. on the phone with the FaceTime and like you're just like I just meditate mm-hmm. on Danny's lips. Yeah. It's better than time. uh meditating on on lips is better than what was it? Sucking on your lips or whatever. Um that's like a descriptor that you find in books like where somebody like sucks on their lips or there something. Was, I don't even know what that is. It wasn't there another Carly song where she says, where sucking, she on says your lips? "Sucking on your lips." I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I remember it okay. being creepy. You remember it so much that you actually couldn't forget it. Yeah, um, I can find my notes really quick. I'm right here in front of my computer. I can't believe that you wrote a novel like Dear Diary today. Listen to the loveliest time. Mm-hmm. Here are the things that I think about it. Um, what fucking order are these in? When did we talk about? Oh, you save all those notes? Yeah, they're all on my computer. Lonesome Crowded Dang. West. Carly Rae Jr. Oh, Sippin' on Your Lips. That's what it was. In the song I Really Like You. I don't think that that's... I think that's exactly what kissing is. <laughs> Sippin' like on Your Lips? the best description oh, of shit, kissing I've ever, I've ever heard. Did you stop your recording? No, no, I closed <laughs> my notes. I dare somebody to provide a better description for kissing uh and sipping on your lips <laughs> bouncing on your lips <laughs> bouncing <laughs> lip to lip so there's no nothing about that that's sexy or romantic dude. it's like it's like two two rubber lips <laughs> bounce off each other it's like not good that's not good it's not sensual it's nothing okay okay uh <laughs> um yeah, it's fucking fun. I was watching. I saw a live video on TikTok of of her playing this song. Was she dancing? Uh, in her Carly Rae Jepsen way, yes. Right. So sort of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's orchestrating. Yeah. She looks out across the audience. Yeah. They're all dancing she's, like wild, and she's doing her song. She's leading them in, you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, the next song. Is the next song on the album. It's called So Right. Do you really think this is a good idea? I mean, no. Probably not, but... Yeah. I see you at my place. Okay. I'm complimented by your invitation Did we crash into each other's lives Came overnight I, I like this one. I only have a timestamp for the chorus. The theme of it, where like at the beginning, it's got the like the oh, audio of them talking. Yeah. Is this a good idea? 
Uh, I mean, no, no but probably not. Whatever. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it's there's. I'm doing a episode on Demi Lovato soon with uh-huh. uh, with Eric, and one of the songs on there like has a thim- similar theme. Um, so it reminded me of that. They don't sound the um, same, but just the theme of this is the wrong thing to do, but we're going to do it anyway. Kind of. It's but it's uh, it's so wrong. It's right. Yeah, it's like the yeah. pl- most played out shit. Yeah. Um, but it's funny to me because I love that you make the choice to like have that super weird, just like back and forth <laughs> at the beginning of your song. It's like, yes. not even, you can't even really hear it all that well. Yeah. It's like pretty poorly volume, the volume shitty. <laughs> yeah. Um, she swears in this. Song, she does. Which is good. She does. Yeah, There's a little really like E that. for explicit. Yeah. And the, the swear she uses is the F, it's the F bomb. Mm-hmm. Just in case your listeners have sensitive yeah. ears. Yeah. Uh, do you have any timestamps before one minute? No. Okay. Except for the intro, which you've already I've played. already played the intro. Word. I was wrong, I'm certain to it. Did I lose your love when it's physical? Sometimes we get it so right. We can get it so it's a little thin like it starts off you know with just her vocals and then the beat and then eventually that synth comes in and then eventually the backing vocals i feel like it needs to you wanted to scream somewhere i want her i want her to scream in there or something yeah you want her to invite her punk rock youth crew yeah exactly exactly let's get those those van punks out there how do you think like if it's a b-side it's something that she had worked on and decided was not appropriate for the album she was releasing so she decides to put it out later Mm mm-hmm how much extra work do you think goes into it? Thus, like maybe there, maybe she agrees with you. Oh yeah, we could have done something else there, but I was getting this thing out. Hmm. World. Yeah, I don't know. It, it the world of the way she makes music versus the world of the way I've made music in the past are, are very different. So it could have been something that you know they had it recorded and and ready to go. Maybe they it just didn't make it to mastering. Or, or didn't get like to final mixing or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they might have just, you know, polished it up. Or it could have been like they had all the songs ready back in October, you know, and just uh, decided, well, we'll save these for B-side album. Wait, this is, it was originally written by Jepsen with Nate Cypher and her boyfriend, Cole Martson. Who the hell's this dude? Uh-oh. Anyways, um... Sometime between 2020 and 2022, during the development of The Loneliest Time, Carly and Cole reworked the song. Okay. Mm. She explained it felt like the song had a cinematic story and so much narrative to it, and that she wanted to reflect in the song's production. She recalled, I was like, we need to go there. And Cole was like, what do you mean? And I was like, (laughs) there needs to be motorcycle sounds and rain. And then I should be like, is this a good idea? But I need to be talking to someone. It's a phone call. And before you knew it, I had him on the mic. We recorded it two times. We were like, that's it. Let's put it in. That's the dumbest thing. <laughs> Sorry, Carly. Ooh. Carly, I don't know about that. <laughs> don't know about that. Sick. I think it's so good. <laughs> we really need to go for this. <laughs> what do you mean? 
There needs to be motorcycle sounds and rain. <laughs> that was the conversation. It's like, can you imagine? <laughs> that's not the conversation. If she was asked about it, she, that's what she came up with. Yeah, that's the conversation she just recorded. Do you really think this is a good idea? <laughs> I mean, no, probably not. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the conversation was from. <laughs> it was actually like part of that conversation. It had nothing to do with the actual romance. <laughs> That makes the song cooler in my opinion. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's a good song, but I think we can put it to rest. this but that was really well done yep yep (laughs) fucking flawless oh shoot i was i was supposed to look up this guy's name hold on a second why'd you pick this song tell me about it because it's weird it is weird again really quickly for myself um this one i think i wanted to talk to you about the the drums tell me about those yeah that's kind of what i'm looking up here what is this guy's it's name? also feels dreamy. It's got that purity ring vibe to it, but the drums are pretty chaotic, and it's the buildup is like real slow over a period of time. Oh, it's a pretty good song, but it's very weird. It doesn't feel like Carly Rae. So like one minute. What, what song am I on here? One eleven is when like the break beat kind of comes in. like it starts off with with a beat that reminds me of something john bryan would do i believe the name is he's the guy that did the soundtrack for eternal sunshine of a spotless mind and like some other stuff like that like the kind of first minute beat is something he would do and then that break beat comes in and it's no longer john bryan anymore it disappoints you at that point no i think it's great i like it um i like that kind of beat i think it's it's something that like i don't hear in the music i listen to often and then it just kind of grows from there and gets weirder at 150 like there's some bongos that come in whole album of like all these different styles that all feel like they're from the 90s Mm -hmm. um because it just has like this 90s rave kind of quality to it and yeah i like it i like when the little bongo sounds come in and it's got like the opening of the hi-hat sound like the kind of thing it's cool the totally it does seem it's, she's got like some Swedish artists that appears like working on. Yeah, this. That makes, I think it's those Swedish guys that do a whole bunch of pop music. It's also interesting you say that from a '90 kickback too, because like she always is like, there's a lot of that in a lot of her music, but different types of music from that era mm-hmm. or even earlier, like '80s mm-hmm. dance pop can come up yeah, sometimes yeah. too. But it's a weird obsession she seems to have. Just broadly speaking, she goes onto Apple Music's '90s playlist <laughs> selection and picks one and yeah, then yeah. listens to it. 
and then writes 20 songs and then picks the next one. Do you think that means she's going to have a grunge album next? I mean, she's from, if I'm not mistaken, actually, a lot of kids in Vancouver call Vancouver the Pacific Northwest, even though it's the Pacific Southwest. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. she's of that of that region yeah. so i'm amazed actually that she doesn't have it yet yeah. but maybe it'll be more like hole inspired grunge i think that'd be sick, okay actually, okay something like, a, like that a courtney love mm-hmm. era or something mm-hmm. like that yeah or maybe she'll get like members of botch on the next seems likely because she is we i mean we determined already that 99 percent with 99 percent certainty <laughs> that she's like a yeah yeah a, a scene kid up she there. is a scene kid at one point at least in her life for sure she's she probably saw a botch play live before the reunion era oh yeah yeah probably it's possible she was probably yeah. at a show when you saw them i don't know it depends on whether or not she i never saw botch in vancouver it depends on whether or not she went to seattle oh she was a big fan she tweeted about it she's x'd about it she's x'd up about <laughs> no, it she truth she truthed like, about it she truthed about it yeah I mean, Elon going into the X era is actually pretty sick for straight edge kids to think about how sure. mainstream the movement has gone. It was always about going mainstream too, like both the ideas of non, you know, like mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. abstaining from from drug use and hurting your body, and also the, of course, radical political ideas that are associated with it. Which is why <laughs> Mormons aren't actually straight edge. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Carly is definitely <laughs> straight edge. Carly is as edge. Is Elon Musk. Uh, she's down with botch and I can't wait for her hardcore album to come out. Yeah. It's going to be sick. Nineties. Yeah, that's right. When she covers firestorm Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. New Carly Rae Jepsen album out on revelation records. I have one more song off of this album that I would like to talk about. And it is the next song on the album. It is called stadium love. Hey, Carly, watch this. Have you ever have you ever had sex at a stadium? No, no. I've oh, okay. I've rarely been to a stadium. I, uh, you know, I tried to snuggle up close to Cody when we went and saw Blink One Eighty Two, but he wasn't wasn't having it. Uh-huh. Uh, and when my wife and I went to see Depeche Mode at a stadium, um, Depeche Mode is not really the aphrodisiac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. She wasn't she wasn't into it, so. <sighs> I don't know. This song is fucking great. It's it's got like I've got one part that's really great and one part that is a bit much. Um, so one thirteen. sounds like stadium love it sounds like you know yeah there's a whole stadium of people swinging their arms back and forth <laughs> danny's not just saying this he's making it I'm, happen. I'm he's making moving it. he's yeah, yeah. fully on board i love that part it's so much fun it's it's 
I don't know. It just makes me want to like get up and sing. It'll be dope live. Yeah. It probably ha- has been dope yeah. live. It would be very dope to see live, except for what happens right after. most out of place terribly recorded guitar solo you've ever heard except for the new um, I the, can't, except for the guitar solo on the newest Baroness song that one's oof. I feel like I can't make con- comments about the recording quality or the solo itself but it does feel as though she's tapping into first of all stadium sure shit. stadium love and second of all a little bit of another uh, artist from the past it's it got a little bit of a Prince vibe oh, not well sure, done in comparison sure, sure, but sure. it's got a little bit of a Prince vibe I think that's what she's looking okay, for okay if I look at it through through the Prince lens, I think it I like it a little more. I just don't, the recording quality sounds not great to me. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like for somebody who has money to make it. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. It sounds like they recorded it in like a big echoey room, a big echoey mm-hmm. empty stadium maybe, but then like didn't do anything to make it sound good. <laughs> maybe it was a, maybe it's a comment on how it doesn't sound. Well, maybe good do maybe. Shit. But that seems like a risk to take on your own album by being. I want to make a commentary about stadium guitar solos being shitty by recording a shitty yeah, guitar yeah, yeah, solo yeah. and putting it in my song. Yeah. Um, but other than that, or when you're like, making out in the bathroom at the stadium, yeah, the guitar solo rarely sounds no, good. No, nothing sounds good. Way back there, point of view. in the <laughs> stall, getting some stadium love. Nothing sounds good. Maybe that. Oh, that's what's happening right there. That's what's happening. Yeah. Right. You're getting it on in the bathroom stall during the it's solo. It's going to be muffled. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Okay, we solved it. <laughs> we solved it. <laughs> Without a single dick joke. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this album's pretty good. Yeah, I, think I like so too. it. Uh, I listened. I went and dropped Amanda off at a friend's house. I'm going to go pick her up in a little bit. And we listened to The Loneliest Time on the way there. Mm-hmm. As I said in the beginning, I do think Loneliest Time is a stronger whole album. Um, not the band whole, like as a whole, W-H-O-L-E. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whole oh, album is going to be, right? yeah. yeah. The, the whole, it's going to be the holiest time, but it's going to be H-O-L-E-I-S-T. Yeah. And that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good shit. I'm still like super happy that, that you introduced me to Carly Rae Jepsen and... Yeah, it's it's been fun. It's like I I hate being the guy that's like comparing her to Taylor Swift or whatever, but I might as well. Um, sometimes I get tired of listening to Taylor Swift and I want to listen to like a, a pop lady. So I put on some CRJ. They're going in different directions for they sure. Are. Like I feel like there was a moment like when Call Me Maybe came out. I think you could have, they were definitely circling each other mm-hmm. as it relates to their pop vibes. Yeah. And Emotion definitely was not 1989. They're very different vibes mm-hmm. and they diverged. And um, I think, I don't know, like I will forever love Taylor and I think all of her albums are great. And I love the fact that the Midnight's album was basically Jack Antonoff saying, hey, I had a good time with the chicks. Let's make a chicks album with Taylor singing. <laughs> exactly. I think that's really cool. Exactly. Um, but I feel that, uh, I feel that um, Carly... I don't know, like her shit's just a little bit weirder. Mm-hmm. She's her mm-hmm. experimentation is a little bit more outrageous. And I, I think that Taylor should be lauded for 
being um, um, not afraid to make music that she thinks is good that maybe wouldn't sell. I think Reputation is a, a good example yeah, of that. Yeah. But like, um, I definitely think that Carly Rae has maybe just a bit more ability to flex that that muscle yeah. than Taylor does to some degree. She's got more of a scene cred. That's true. She's also interesting. Like, I feel like it's not like I was listening to the radio and I was like, oh, this Carly Rae Jepsen's probably a punk. I should listen to all of her songs. But she's definitely the kind of person that like people pick you, like people will say like yeah she's that 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 single you've heard check that mm-hmm. check that artist out she's great mm-hmm. and i feel like that's i don't know it's like a it's she's hard to come to if unless somebody's like no really like it was a cool yeah, song yeah 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 check out her albums they're great yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah good stuff i'm glad we finally got to talk about this i know we we had talked about doing a uh a standoff between loneliest time and midnights um but I think this is better, just focusing on one artist rather than mm-hmm. making them battle to the death. Yeah, well, that would have been appropriate because they were also released on the same yeah. day. And there was that drama about how like Carly announced her album and then Taylor announced hers later and it was on the same day. And Taylor had no idea and Carly made comments about, about ruthless. it. Ruthless. It is ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah. Um that's what happens when you're the capitalist and mm-hmm. Carly Rae Jepsen is so obviously the socialist yeah, of, the, yeah, yeah. of the duo. So yeah, well, she is Canadian. She's Canadian, mm-hmm. right? She has healthcare. Everyone. I don't know if Taylor has healthcare. She can pay for her. She could pay for it because she's she super rich. She gave like a fifty-five million dollars or some shit to her crew. Actually, that's. I wonder about like that. If you're as rich as Taylor Swift, do you, why would you buy healthcare for yourself? Like it feels like you have to pay every month for illnesses that you don't yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll pick up the tab if and when it comes. Is it because like over time, if she got hurt and it cost seventy thousand dollars, maybe she only paid fifty thousand for maybe uh, or maybe or she just uh, gets on her private jet and flies to Canada to see the doctor. That's probably true. Also, you could also just employ a doctor. Yeah, oh, like she could afford. She's probably got a doctor. Give, like, on what's the a doctor's payroll. salary? Shit. Yeah, a doctor makes like what two hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. They're like six figure, mm-hmm. like decent six figure salary, like that's nothing for her. Like I would just be like, you can just spend your time on the beach. I don't care what you do, but you're on call. Yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. If I need you, you'll come to I me. I need you to hop on the private jet that I bought you at any point in time. Right. Man, that's gotta be wild. Yeah. That's eat the rich man. Taylor Swift should not exist. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, if she went into a submarine and got squished, because she was vacationing at the bottom of the uh, <laughs> Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> she wanted to go to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean to record a cover of Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On yeah, um, from the bottom of the ocean. Of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, and got squished. At that point, I, mean, I would be like, you know, Taylor, I love you, but <laughs> this is getting, what the fuck? getting a little ridiculous. It's getting a little ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, those bonuses actually were pretty redeeming when I read about that yeah. shit. It feels cool. Yeah. I hope she's not covering up for for some other thing. Like, I don't know, like the amount of uh, carbon dioxide her plane puts in the atmosphere. Yeah, you know. yeah. Who knows? That's what it is. Get it, Taylor. Who knows? She's great. You know who else is great? Uh, not who we're talking Carly about. Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Thanks, Nate, for doing this. I appreciate Hell it. Hell yeah. It's good to see yeah. you, Annie. Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be moving away for a couple of days. I get to go on vacation this weekend, <gasps> so um, I'm not gonna see you for a while. Okay. We're gonna talk about Fiddlehead, which is funny because like I'm, I'll talk about Fiddlehead right now. Well, I won't do it right now because it's it's we already talked about something. Yeah. But like um, I was like, Yo, Danny, let's talk about this Fiddlehead list that you gave me. 
and you were like, I don't know, man, I haven't listened to that playlist. <laughs> I was like, I made the I playlist like, and then I didn't listen to it. It felt like I felt so seen though, because I don't really have a very good memory. And like when you're like, well, this song is called, and I'm like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Can like, you just play the, the whole thing book. real quick? Thanks. Yeah. Um, I have notes here, uh, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and so I felt really seen and I liked, I just wanted to tell you, I appreciate that. Hell yeah. That you, uh, that you were like, dude, I don't know about this out, this playlist. We'll do that when you get back from um, Vancouver. I'm actually going to the Titanic. Oh, you're going to the, Titanic? to the Titanic? Oh, shit. Um, it was a discounted rate, of course. Sure, sure, to, uh, sure. Yeah. I wanted to uh, use up the seats that were still open. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it was the most expensive part is getting myself there. So I had to take an airplane flight to New York and then I'm getting on okay. a trawler. Okay. It's a boat called the trawler. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it does. It sounds like a trolley mm-hmm. out to the site. And then I'm going to get into this thing that looks like the, um, um, the, uh, Hindenburg Zephyr or whatever, <laughs> uh, thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's going to take me down. And then you're going to the PlayStation Titanic. your way on down there. That's correct. Yeah, I know. Hell yeah. I know. I'm gonna go find. I'm gonna go find Rose. Well, if anybody listening no, uh, wants to talk about the band Fiddlehead, I have a playlist that I gave to Nate, but I don't think he's gonna be on the podcast to make ever it. Yeah, again. That's true, yeah. The playlist is dope, y'all. Like, except for like, I'm trying to figure out. I know you have some listeners who say, "Danny, I hate it that everyone likes everything." Yeah. Um, and so, like, I'm gonna actually try and come with okay. only negative. Takes okay. Okay. Cool. About Fiddlehead. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that maybe next week or something. Oh, gosh, yeah. Better listen to that playlist. Yeah, I will. I will. I think I listened okay. to it that day when I said I had to listen to it. <laughs> and then you were like, why the hell? <laughs> Wait, I don't this like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fiddlehead. No, it was Fuddlehead. That's the band I like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible name. Right. Uh, thanks, everyone. I'm going to hit. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye.